welcome to today's podcast. I'm Dana Holden, President of Drama Queensland, and I'm joined by Katrina Holmes, one of our wonderful um, committee members who joined at the end of last year at the AGM. How are you going, Katrina? I am good. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm very good. <laughs> so, um, Kat is a pre-service teacher in her final year of her degree and going to be hitting the big wide world of drama teaching next year. So, Kat, do you want to tell us um, a little about why you got into teaching and what you're doing now and yeah let yeah. us know what it's like being a pre-service teacher particularly this year and I know that your practice has been disrupted yeah well um I mean why I got into teaching so my foot like my whole family yeah pretty much teaches um and when I was younger I used to think I wanted to teach primary school teaching um and did a like a prac pretty much but when you're in grade 10 yeah. so I did that loved it um, but realized my passion was more in drama. Mm. So I went on and did my bachelor's in drama at QT, and that was an awesome experience. Um, and then, yeah, went out, wanted to get experience in other things and realized that drama and teaching was always sort of my passion. So ended up coming back, and now I'm doing my master's. Okay. So very exciting. It's been a good experience. But, yeah, I'm ready yeah. to get out there. That's exciting. So how many practices have you had so far? I've actually only had one. Okay. So that was the one that was with me. Yes. <laughs> it's how we met. Um, so, yeah, uh, first year you are meant to do one prac. Mm -hmm. And then this year we were meant to do two. Mm -hmm. So it was meant to be a four-week and a five-week prac. Yeah. Um, but due to COVID um, and, you know, schools yeah. facing, um, I missed that second prac. So now we just have one final prac before we hit the world. And that's a six-week prac at the end of this okay. year. And so what did you, what were the expectations from the university and from yourself and from schools, do you think, when you went into that first prac? Like what were the things you worried about? What were the things that um, you learned? Just a general um, thoughts on that. I guess my fear actually probably was more the fact that we were going in as master's students. Mm. So I was worried that there was going to be a higher expectation being that it's master's. So it sounds like, you know, you have more experience. Um, Whereas a lot of us, this was our first experience actually in the classroom teaching. Um, so yeah, that was probably a fear I had. Didn't come into fruition, so it was <laughs> fine, but that was one of them. Uh, the university had expectations, so they wanted us to be actually teaching full classes by the end of it. But they did set it up pretty well in the fact that the first mm -hmm. week was more observational and getting your feet and then stepping stones up. Yeah. So that was pretty good. Um, but yeah, I guess my other fear was coming into someone else's classroom mm. and worrying that I was going to step on toes or that how I behaviour managed would be different to what was already set up in the space. But I think what really ended up coming down to it was just having good communication um, and being happy to take cues and prompts and yeah. go with it. Um, and I think, yeah, that's that's why mine was successful, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know I certainly enjoyed working with you, but I think that's the thing is it's... <laughs> um, I think there's fear on the part of both the pre-service teacher and on the part of the supervising teacher because you never know who you're going to get and what's, how it's going to go yeah. and what everyone's expectations are. Yeah. So I'd say pretty early on it's good to go, all right, what do you want out of this? How do we achieve that? Yeah, 100%. And go, how do we actually – we have a working relationship so that that communicates over to our classroom. 100%. Just like, I guess, in the classroom, setting expectations is important between supervisor teacher and yeah. prac student. So. Any relationship, right? So yeah, 100%. Um, what was a moment or some things that you really enjoyed about prep or a challenge that you overcame? Tell me about your first prep. Um, 
great experience, but I think actually one of the things that was super exciting was I had done an EILD unit at uni and I really enjoyed it. Um, and learning about differentiation and stuff like that is something we'd started to look into. Um, and when I came, you were in the EALD staff room. Mm -hmm. So having those conversations was something I did not expect because I expected it to be about drama and, yeah. you know, the drama classroom. But actually getting thrown in, like I went to a chemistry EALD yep. classroom and that was one of the best experiences. Um, also, the, the teacher herself was incredible. She was yeah. so great. But that was an awesome experience that I didn't expect at all. And that was a huge learning moment for me. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize how passionate I would be about it. So that was kind of cool too. Um, and then I guess in the drama classroom, taking control. Mm. I've never not been a confident person, but I didn't want to overstep and mm. take control. Um, and it's funny, you do realize quite quickly when you've set up an activity and it's not necessarily going the way you expected it to go, or, you know, the, the kids aren't playing it fairly. Mm. Um, so I think that was a huge learning experience as well is it's all right to be like, okay, well, let's scrap this idea. It's not working and we're going to go to this way instead. Um, and I think that was something I struggled to overcome mm. just because, yeah, I, I didn't like the idea of something not working properly. You wanted to be right in the way that you envisioned 100%, 100%. it. 100%. And that doesn't always go away. Yeah. It can be hard to let it go sometimes. <laughs> but I actually think drama teachers are really good at that, of going, yeah. you know what, this isn't getting the results that I wanted and it's not going to achieve those outcomes that we set, so let's pivot. <laughs> pivot and change and yeah. But I think that was something that I learned. Not everything's going to go perfectly. Yeah. Um, so have a backup plan, you know, yeah. and be okay with saying, okay, well, that didn't work. Let's try it. Let's just try something new. Yeah. I think you've identified two really good things. One is to go outside your comfort zone and go and experience when you're a pre-service teacher other people's classrooms yeah, because you have um, not more of an ability, but you have maybe the someone supporting you to go do those things while you're still learning that, you know, I wish I could go into like a Spanish classroom at our school or go somewhere <laughs> and keep learning. So, you know, you learn so much from watching the practice of other teachers and not just in your learning area. Um, and then obviously, yeah, that idea of going into a classroom and going, I wish this was the way it was going. It's not. Um, what do I do? Yeah. And being able yeah. to do that. So to problem solve those things. And what about this year? How is it going with online learning for yourself and um, you're going into your next practice? Um, so this year has been interesting. I think one of the challenges is the unknown. Mm. So we're very used to, you know, our superiors at uni knowing everything and planning everything out for you. So you'd go, okay, well, these are the subjects I'm taking. This is how it's going to unfold. This is when prac is. This is where we're going. Like everything's set. Mm. Um, I think it's been challenging for some students, especially because there is no known. Yeah. So the people above us don't really know. We don't actually know. We only just got confirmation that we will be graduating when, and like the, the plan that's been put in place has yeah. been approved. But for since COVID started, we didn't even know if we would actually be able to graduate at the yeah. end of this year because we didn't know if the plan they were putting in place would be approved. So um, that's been challenging, I think, for everyone. Um, and online learning as well. I'm a very social person. <laughs> so I guess not having that classroom environment, not being there with your peers and, you know, that's sort of been different. So a lot of it does come down to you have to make time and commit to, you know, going to those online classes like you would go to uni and, and stuff like that. Um, also challenging as well being the difference in, 
I guess, for tutors as well, because this yeah. is all different for them. So some tutors really, you know, stepped up and they would put everything online. They would do um, meetings and just check in and stuff like that. Other tutors wouldn't. Mm. So you would have a differentiation there with your, just the, the uni students. You know, some students would be like, no, this is a great class. Other students would be like, I don't even know what the assignment is. So mm. we've found that's a bit challenging as well. Um, but yeah, we've all just got our semester one marks back and, you know, everybody I've spoken to is, is happy. So yeah, I think we're, we're, you know, moving forward and we've also found out most of next semester will be online except for a couple of classes. So, and I guess it puts you in a good position because you've kind of seen it from both sides. Like you've seen it from, you know, considering being a teacher and what you would have to do in the circumstances, but also being the student and going, I, I know what different things have impacted me in my learning and what I needed therefore how could I provide that yeah because it certainly you know speaking on behalf of teachers right now it's been a rough year so challenging um and it's been a rough year for everyone and I think it is being aware of that and just going all right all right I'm struggling I'm sure other people are too let's just band together and 100% figure it out because at the end of the day we will yeah you know it's just having trust in that and not feeling like you're alone in it I think it probably I mean even for us it's been a good learning experience with online Mm. digital technology I mean the more practice with it the better you get and the more you can implement it in your class in future whether it has to be online or not Um, because obviously there's such a space for it Mm. so I guess that's been a huge positive from it as well Um, so yeah and so coming into the rest of the year and finishing up with your degree you've got one crack to go yes what do you know you need to be doing for it or what are you thinking about it how are you feeling about going into schools that have had this type of year um, well, with the PRAC, it's, uh, for me, more comforting. When I went into my first PRAC, mm-hmm. I'd sort of set up a journaling system, mm-hmm. I guess, um, a reporting system. So now that I have that, I know how that works. I know the ins and outs of what I did well and what I could improve on. So yeah. I'll probably just use that system again yeah. for my next PRAC. Um, with preparing, we have a conference coming up about QTPA mm-hmm. um, and that's very unknown so a lot of people are, are quite stressed about that it was meant to be a three-day conference yeah. um, it's now going to be a one-day online conference and so this is for students who will be going out to classrooms is that the purpose uh, of it no it's for the QTPA I believe like the interview at the yeah, end right to get you. your job yeah so that's coming up which mm-hmm. will be exciting and I think a lot more will be explained to us Mm. on that day Um, and I think that will help us pave sort of that path moving out into the teaching world Um, because we haven't had we don't really know how it all works yet yeah Um, so yeah we sort of find that out at that meeting I believe yeah so that will help path all of that moving forwards at the moment I think everyone's just trying to well you should have your land type done so that should all be out of the way um, and then, yeah, just prepare. So that's as all much your literacy and numeracy testing and everything. Yeah, yeah. So that's the the literacy and numeracy test that every teacher now has to take mm-hmm. to then become a qualified teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to pass both of those tests in order to be able to go on your final prac. Yeah. So yeah, if if you haven't done that, <laughs> <laughs> I do it now. Very stressed. <laughs> um, but yes, I think everybody's sort of done that and yeah, great. Moving forward. Um, so yeah. That's pretty much. And I guess preparing, getting stuff together, starting to correlate it all in one place so mm-hmm. that when we do know what we need to do for our QTPA, it'll be 
seamless. Yeah, an easier process for everyone. Absolutely. Um, What would your advice be to pre-service teachers at universities um, or, you know, supervising teachers who have pre-service teachers? What should they be doing? What should they know? What's advice from your perspective as someone who's currently in that system? Um, Well, for pre-service teachers or at Lantite, do it your first year, especially if you're doing your master's, do it your first year. Um, I think it's a bit different for the four-year bachelor. You have more time. Um, For us, it, you know... At the start of this year, they were like, well, you should have done it. And I don't think a lot of people realise that they should have already done it. Um, And it's fine. They're all doing it now. But, yeah, that definitely helped me a lot Mm. because it was out of the way. Um, And if for for some reason something goes wrong, you can do it again. Yeah. Um, But if you leave it. Which gives you time to be able to do that, yeah. If you leave it, you won't be able to. So that was a huge, I think, a a plus. Um, Also, yeah, just open communication when you're on prac, I think, should be a expectation it really helped me being able to actually talk and ask a lot of questions like don't be afraid to ask questions because your supervisor teachers are there to teach you (laughs) you don't need to to go in and be like I need to prove I know everything Mm -hmm. because they're aware you don't know everything (laughs) um so I think being open asking a lot of questions mm. is a great place to start. I can say that's appreciated too because um, as a supervising teacher, you want to know when someone wants help with something yeah. because you don't want them to feel like they're struggling. Yeah, um, and also so. you get to that point where they may have asked, you, you know, you've asked questions and I'm like, that's such a really good um, question. Let's find it out. Yeah. Because <laughs> let's be honest, none of us know everything either. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, especially even, I guess, coming in this year as well, you or last year, mm the whole change in the curriculum, yeah. that was all happening. So that was a very interesting time. Watching to, me learn at the same yeah. time as the kids. Yeah. Um, interesting time to see it all unfolding, which was, yeah, very, I guess, lucky yeah. to be and to be there in that year. Um, but, yeah, don't be afraid to ask questions and, you know, be prepared to give time as well um, and receive feedback, yeah. which I know is really hard for a lot of us. Me, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. So you want it to be perfect the first time yeah but that's not how you learn anyway yeah. so and understand that when feedback's given it's not a personal attack or anything it's you know they're giving you feedback to actually help and they want to see you do well so yeah I guess that's sort of my top tips yeah absolutely and what about um your involvement with drama Queensland you've obviously joined our committee this year yeah. um, through <laughs> no fault of mine I promise <laughs> <laughs> I only suggested <laughs> um, so what is drama Queensland sort of being what, what's your involvement been? Uh, so, yeah, I'm working on DQ News, which mm-hmm. has been awesome, editing that. Um, and in also the committee looking at membership for university. Um, and I think that's a huge, huge area. Um, I feel like, again, when you're a pre-service teacher, especially for your master's, you've only got two years. Yeah. And there's so much that you're trying <clears throat> to come to terms with. Um, and I think a few things sort of slide under the radar. Yeah. Um, I know still a lot of people don't know about all the committees that are there to support yeah. teachers. Um, and, yeah, Drama Queensland is such a good resource. Like, the resources online help with your not only your assignments but planning for your future teaching and learning yourself because yeah. we come from a bachelor's degree, or most of us do, mm-hmm. um, but if you're – second subject is drama you might not have done you might have only done minors in drama so you might never have experienced Brecht or you know anything like that and there's all these resources online that you can read up and teach yourself 
um, because you will need to teach yourself a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. For example, English. I really, I mean, I feel like I'm good at English, but other than that, I didn't study an English degree. Yeah. It's all assumed knowledge. Yeah. So there's a lot of work I have to do to try and that's why I'm on the And English you know that thing. also, on, well, exactly, and you also don't know if you'll get access to English on Prax and things. 100%. So I know that this year you will have access to that. Yes, yeah. yes, um, which is a huge, valuable resource as well. But, mm. yeah, Drama Queensland is massive that way. There's professional developments um, where you actually get to do workshops yeah. um, with teachers who are teaching now that are incredible at their craft. Um, so, yeah, it is a massive massive opportunity and I encourage every pre-service teacher to join before you're a teacher um, because yeah the resources online are actually invaluable mm-hmm. and I don't think people <clears throat> quite understand that and also the networking opportunities too yeah. like meeting teachers that are working um, if you're looking for jobs that's, that's <laughs> like way to do the it. best way to do <laughs> it so yeah I feel like for pre-service teachers I wish there was almost more knowledge around yeah. the universities of it as well because it has been invaluable for me yeah. um, and I imagine what a resource it's been for a lot of my other Yeah, peers. and I guess that's something that, you know, we've tried to focus a bit more on, which is one of the reasons that I was, like, so keen for you being a pre-service teacher to be on committee because yeah. we need that voice. Like, we that's need so. to know what works and, you know, you can share out um, what resources we do have and the knowledge yeah. of the association because it isn't something that a working teacher can go to a university no, and do. No, of course you know? not, yeah. So... It really is about tapping into those things. So yeah. thank you for being that resource no, for us. Thank you for having me. It's Lovely chatting awesome. with you today. And um, we'll keep seeing you do awesome work in the future, I'm sure. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks, you. Kat. Bye, everyone. Bye.